morning to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Good afternoon to whichever you are. Uh, good evening also. <laughs> Thank you for joining me this day uh, with this book of Psalms 3 that I've been sharing with you for the past couple of days. And I don't have a doubt you must have gained something in it. Um, if nothing but confidence in the Lord. Before we proceed in the conclusion of this, can we pray, Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus, we want to thank you. Thank you for your mercy, for your favor, for your kindness that's over us. If it had not been you that was on our side, dear Lord God, we know we will not make it this far. It is you, Father, it is you. It is you, dear Lord God, it is you that has been our inheritance that has been blocking the enemy from hurting us. It is you that has given us victory. It is you that has made us to, to triumph over our enemy. We're so grateful. We're so thankful, particularly making us to see this very day, the beginning of the month of new month, November 2023. Well, Lord God, we are grateful. But you have never forsaken us, neither have you rejected us. Your power over us has continually guided us. We ask today and always that you stand by us as you stood by David, as you stood by those who trust in you. Stand by us and let all those who rise up against us as individual, as a church, as a family, as a cooperation, let them rise up against us be defeated. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen and amen. Alright, so today we're going to pick up from where I stopped yesterday. I stopped yesterday where David said, that he will not be afraid of 10,000 of people that have set themselves against me round about, he said. And now we're going to look at verse 7, which seems to be the last uh, verse of this. Hmm. This is the part that I love, and I want you to adopt this. I want you to really pay attention to this. David now say, after he had said all that about what he said, Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For thou hast smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone, that thou hast broken their teeth, the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord, thy blessing is upon thy people. Now let's take that one by one. David now, um, having been silent in the beginning and scared, and now he has to put himself together over here. And in putting himself together, he now call on God to arise. Remember, he says he will not be afraid of 10,000 people. When he says, I will not be afraid for all these, they cannot hurt me. That's what he meant. And therefore, he and his people shall not be frightened. Uh, shall not be frightened by these people, by this enemy. Whatever prudent method, um, he take for his own preservation. He says, I will not disquiet myself. I will not distrust my God, nor doubt of a good issues at last. Now, when David in his fight with from Absalom bade Zadok carry back the ark, he spoke doubtfully of the issue of his present troubles and concluded, like a humble penitent, he says, Here I am, let him do to me what seems to him good. If you remember that in the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 15, verse 26. 
But now, like a strong believer, he speaks confidently and he has no ounce of fear um, concerning the event. So now, he gave himself a cheerful resignation to God. He said to he said to himself now he says lord it is time get me out of this the very shuffle satisfaction and confidence in god and his prayer were, were quickened and encouraged you know the the, the, the the worst thing you can do is to make people pray in some areas and they are dragging their feet and they they think um authorities in a long prayer it is not it is not Listen to the prayer of David here, simple as that. And this comprises of everything that David has ever gone through. He said, Arise, now God, get up. Not that God has been sleeping, <laughs> but he's saying it's about time. Save me. Oh my God, for thou hast smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone, thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. In his confidence, he believed God was his Savior, and yet praised name. He therefore prayed, Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. Now, he remembered the promises of salvation. He knew that God is the God that loves us. Promises of salvation do not supersede, but engage our petition to it. So he will not forsake us when we call on him. So David now, for this inquiry, his faith became triumphant. He began to sound with complaints of strength, remember that, and malice of his enemy, but concludes it with exaltation in the power and grace of his God, and now see more with, his, with him than against him. And he continued in that verse 8, Salvation belongeth unto the Lord, thy blessings upon thy people. Two great truths. David built here that every believer must be, must build their their work on it. Two great truths he builds here. He built his confidence upon and fetches comfort from. He says that salvation, that salvation belongs unto the Lord. He has power to save. It is only God that can save you, nothing else can save you. It is only God that can save me and nothing else can save me. And this is why we run to God to save us from trouble, to save us from those that are more powerful than us, that are more tricky than us, that are more that are more deceptive in every way of their life. It is only in God we have that. These two words is is a word that every Christian must speak about, that salvation belongs unto the Lord. It is only him that has power to save. Be the danger ever so great, it is his prerogative to save. When all other helps and succors fail, it is his pleasure to save. It is his property, it is his promise to those that are his, whose salvation is not of themselves but of the Lord. Therefore, all that have the Lord for their God, according to the ten of new covenant, are sure of salvation, for he that is their God is God of salvation. And he also believed that his blessing is upon his people. He not only has power to save them, but he has 
He has assured them of his kind and gracious intentions towards us. He, he God also, as in his word, pronounced blessing upon his people, and we are bound to believe that that blessing does according rest upon us. Though there be not, there be not, um, though there, there be not the visible effect of it. Hence, we may conclude that God's people, though they may lie under the reproaches and senses of men, are surely blessed of them. Who bless indeed and therefore can command a blessing like God? And when God blesses, no man can curse. No man can curse. So David said, Lord, I, I want you to, to do something for me. That, 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 and I know you have done it. Smite them upon the cheekbone because you have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Have you ever had pain, um, tooth pain before? I don't wish that for anyone that I, I don't like because toothache will make you completely become miserable. As a matter of fact, there's no part of your body that makes you to feel right when you're sick. <laughs> Remember, they are body, they are one. So when one is sick, all is sick. Why do you say the Lord God must, 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 you know, um, um, do this to upon the cheeks of the enemy? I, I, I don't have a clear understanding of this. But I'm believing it's a prayer that he's saying, Lord God, you have to do something to them that they will know that you are my God. I don't want to give you any false interpretation. But he says the cheekbone that has broken. Do you know what the cheekbone says? That's the one that is right below your eyelids. When the cheekbones is broken, have you ever have you ever been in fight? Oh my god. I've been in fight so many times. And I've seen cheekbone being broken like a paper. And and it's not a cool thing because it affects your head, it affects your eye. Oh, you don't want it, you don't want to go through that. Yeah. For God, for David to say that to God, he must have he must have an imagination in his mind. Or maybe this is proverb, proverbial, I'm not sure. But but look at David in this, that he says, Lord, I need you to arise and save me. And the part that I want you to hold on to here is when he says, salvation belongeth to the Lord, thy blessings upon thy people. God not only saved people, he also blessed people. That's what it means. In other words, what he's saying is that if God save you, God will bless you. If God save you, he will bless you. You know why? Because he will not put his blessing in a vulnerable place where the enemy will come and take it. So whatever God gives you, he protects. Oh yeah, he protects. And you may be afraid of what the enemy will do, but God got your back. And it is only in him that all this power rests. It is only in him. Ladies and gentlemen, I concede to you that there is no one else that can save you and I but Almighty God. In 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 reciting this psalm and praying it over, we must own the satisfaction we have had in depending upon God and committing ourselves to Him and encourage ourselves and none another to continue still hoping and quietly waiting for the salvation of the Lord. Are you waiting for your salvation? Well, God is with you. <laughs> God is in you. And he will save you from any kind of thing that is holding you back. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
we come to the end of this time three that has taken us almost a very week but we are grateful that you speak to us through this book of Psalms 3. It builds more of our confidence in you. It builds more of our confidence in you. It makes us to stand strongly that our God is with us because David who started these Psalms with complaint ended it up with an assurance of safety from God. We run to you, dear Lord God, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you will save us, you will protect us, you will guide us. You will put to shame the power of darkness that may rise up against us. You will let all those that stand against us, O Lord God, fall and be ashamed. You will protect our family. Whatever could hinder us, O Lord God, from doing your will or from letting your will be done in our life, Father, remove them in the name of Jesus. Let all those who stand against us, O Lord God, be put to shame. If they come out against us one way, let them flee before us seven ways. Protect us and guide us, that we may come back again to give you all the glory. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I have prayed. And if you love that name of God, and you believe in that name of God, say Amen. Amen.